Hello and welcome to the Green Industry Podcast with Paul Jamison. This show is all about helping lawn care and landscape professionals take your business to the next level. Paul is the author of three best-selling books, including Cut That Grass and Make That Cash, and his brand new book, 101 Proven Ways to Increase Efficiency and Make More Money in Lawn Care. Now available on Audible and narrated by Mr. Producer. Here's your host, Paul Jamison. Welcome to today's episode of the Green Industry Podcast. I hope business is booming in your neck of the woods. Today, you are about to be inspired and motivated. So recently, I got to go to New Hampshire, and I interviewed uh, Dave Fairburn. He's built a company. They have 100 employees. They're doing over a million dollars a month. Um, this year, they're projected to do $18 million. They do lawn, lawn maintenance, landscaping. Uh, they even plow that snow and make that dough during the winter. And I was so impressed by their shop, their culture, their efficiencies, their um, just well-founded business. What I mean by that is that their foundation is excellent and they're profitable. And if Dave goes to sell this business one day, he's going to make so much money, it's going to be ridiculous. But as I kind of um, did some takeaways from this program and, and been sharing their story, I actually wrote my first chapter in my new book, The Lawn Care Advantage, Winning Strategies for a Thriving Landscaping Business. I actually opened up the book with their story because I'm so impressed by their story. So a while back, I had interviewed Dave and we uh, shared part of that interview on a podcast kind of back in the off season. And I know our listenership has um, really revved up and picked up as now um, the grass has started growing again and guys and gals are out on their lawnmowers and mowing all day and listening, you know, binge listening to podcasts and all of that. And so I realized not everybody got to hear, um, the insights that Dave shared back when I interviewed him in the off season. And so in case you missed that episode, I want to, uh, share some things today. Um, some parts of that conversation I had with Dave, cause I think it's going to really help you. This guy is sharp. I was very blessed to get to eat lobster with him and, um, pick his brain about how he's built such a successful business. And I think the tips he's going to share is going to help you in your business. So anyway, without further ado, uh, this is Dave Fairburn. And um, we're going to get started by hearing how Dave's business got started and and grew into this um, absolutely huge success. It just happened, Paul. You know, we, my business partner and I started when we were uh, teenagers, kind of mowing the neighbor's lawn. I had started an irrigation service company that I ran through college um, after school, we, we merged our two businesses. It was just you know, me, him, and two others. We were out there doing the mowing, doing the spring cleanups. And at some point, we just put our heads down. We got to work, and we just grew and grew and grew, and we, we, we show no signs of slowing. Yeah, so uh, we just kicked off the season here in, in New Hampshire. Uh, this is second or third day of the year. This is our second day of full dispatch. Uh, so we're working the kinks out. Um, the guys are looking great, though. We had an awesome orientation, uh, spring training program uh, this past week. And we're just excited to hit the ground running, get the grass growing, get everything going. We're, we're looking forward to the 23 season. Yeah. Thanks for uh, giving me a little taste of your uh, culture up here, man. Uh, first time ever I had lobster. And I got to see, uh, Tom showed me Boston yesterday, quite a bit of time in Boston yep. with that traffic. So <laughs> our friend Tom from Kubota set this all up. Thank you, Tom. And, uh, we got to eat lobster. How did I do, man? It was pretty messy. You did pretty good. You did pretty good. You got right in there, which is, uh, scares most people away, but it was good to see you come up from up from down South and enjoy your first main lobster. 
Welcome to New England. Yeah, this is great. Well, what's been the most impressive of your business so far is you have a 95% employee retention rate, which is absolutely unheard of in this yep. industry. So it's almost unbelievable, but I'm seeing it. It's, it's real. So how in the world did you pull this off? Yeah, we, um, <clears throat> you know, throughout our years, we, we started to collect some really great people. And as we grew the business, we really realized that the, they're critical to the, to the success. Scoot over just a little bit. So we're in there. There yeah. you go. Thanks. So our people have built this place and we want to show them that we appreciate them, that they have a great opportunity for a, a career in the green industry. They can make great money. They can retire with, with uh, money and dignity. And this is something that's real. Um, so we show them every day, whether it's some, you know, employee events, appreciation events, employee of the month awards, um, different benefits and offerings that we try to give to them. A lot of training, you know, they always say that the train to retain mentality uh, is an idea, but it truly works. Um, Tell us more about that. What, what if a new employee comes in, yep. uh, what is that training process? So the, the moment they start, you know, they put an application through, they get a phone call back from our recruiter. And if everything goes well, we've tried to find a good spot for them, whether it's in landscape maintenance, design, build, irrigation, turf care, whatever they're, meets up to their skill set. Um, from there, they go through what we call North Point University. So we utilize the greeniest program of training. Um, that recruiter basically runs them through that, uh, tr- those training modules to get them acclimated to our processes, understand the safety, the importance of it. Um, from there, they, they get uh, dispatched out onto a crew. That recruiter will follow up with them again, make sure they're, they're feeling confident, comfortable, safe. Um, that they have the tools that they need and everything's squared away. So we give a lot of effort from day one. Um, we, we maintain that culture. So those crew leaders and the foremen understand how overwhelming it could be for a, a you know, maybe a new guy with zero experience or even a seasoned vet to come into a, a large landscape operation that has a lot of processes and a lot of methods. Uh, so we try our best to support them right through it. That's great. Well, at dinner last night, and again, thanks to Tom for Kubota for the, the New England treat. It was absolutely delicious. But you were mentioning the importance of knowing your numbers, and your, your education was in airplanes. Yes. And now you're running an eight-figure business. So somewhere along the way, you've had to figure this out financially for things to stay uh, profitable. So what does it mean to know your numbers uh, when you're running a business of this size? All right. So knowing your numbers is critical. And being, because you have to be confident behind what you're doing. You have to be confident with how you're selling, what you're selling, for what value. And when we first started, we didn't know anything besides how to input some stuff in a QuickBooks. We didn't know how to read a profit and loss statement or a balance sheet. So we just turned to the internet, really. And I educated myself as much as I could. My business partner is excellent. Uh, You know, we kind of ran that uh, road together. And we said, if we're going to have a business, we need to know how a business runs. So at some point, we transitioned from being in the field, being on a crew, to working on the business instead of in it. it we, everyone always talks about that, that concept. And it's true because you have to disconnect from the day-to-day, in-the-weeds workload so you can learn the next steps and stay ahead of your crews. Um, and that's what we try to do every day. We, we understood that it was important to know how profit and loss works and what, what it means to look at a balance sheet, understanding receivables and payables and cash flow. Um, we struggled through it all. It's a learning experience. It really is a grind sometimes. 
but if you can stick to it and always just know there's something else to learn, something else to see, um, you keep that good education mentality, you can figure it out. We did. So I know it's possible. You've also at dinner last night, I wish y'all would have had this fabulous dinner. It was, it, it was great. But you were mentioning that um, you've used technology, equipment. You're always a couple steps ahead of the competition. So how did you get started in that? And how, and how have you utilized the, the latest and greatest to be as efficient and ultimately as profitable as possible? Yeah. So over 10 years ago, my business partner and I were running landscape maintenance crews, basically. And we were going out there and just accomplishing the work for the clients. We probably didn't even write a work order down or have any notes. We were just excited to get out there with the opportunity of doing a cleanup or doing a patio or installing an irrigation system. So somewhere along the way, we realized that we needed to have information to pass down to the future crew leaders. And we came across um, at the time service autopilot and in our industry, nobody was on a software yet and hardly anyone was taking credit cards. We latched on to service autopilot. We started to dispatch route different crews. We changed our philosophy to a credit card on file. Did uh, Jonathan Potashnik influence that? Absolutely. Um, so his podcast was great at the time. We watched almost every one of his videos. And so, I remember so have I. <laughs> he's a wealth of knowledge. Yeah. And he's all about, you know, showing up, having your, your schedule organized, showing up and doing the work, having good notes and starting to record the important information of hours, times, material used. Um, we really appreciated the positive cash flow of having credit cards on file. And that was a, that was a big, scary step at the time. Did you add credit cards on file to cash and check or did you eliminate cash and check and your billing policy was only yep. card on file? So we were cash and check for a long time. And when you're just starting out, Cash flow is always an issue and you're, you're making some mistakes along the way. You're inefficient in some ways and you're, it's costing you a lot to learn how to grow your business. We felt that waiting on those receivables to come in just wasn't worth it. And we wanted to speed that process up, make it a little simpler. Service Autopilot gave us that opportunity. Um, we were proud in our local area to be one of the first people utilizing a full CRM software. Um, we were pl proud to show it off to clients and they really appreciated how easy it was to work with us all the way, way back, way back then. Yeah. And a lot of guys are intimidated to get into a CRM, um, because they think their customers will be upset. Yep. You know, sweet Sue likes to put the check under the mat or, you know, the check in the mail, but actually it's more convenient for them. Of course, it's excellent for the business yep. owner and cash flow, but the, the customer actually appreciates the convenience. We found that, um, you know, a, a residential client relationship can become very personal, especially when you're trying to grow your business and you've, you've done the cleanups at their house, you know, their kids' names, you know, the dog and it's a, you're in their personal space, right? But at some point, if you want to grow and scale your business, you have to identify your ideal client. And our ideal client became somebody who was willing to have a card on file, who was willing to have automated services. We were just showing up annually to complete a spring cleanup without even calling people anymore. Wow. Um, we, we changed our mentality from waiting for approvals to do work to the moment you sign up, you're getting this full wow. service until you say otherwise. How many years into your business did you identify that ideal customer? About five years too late. <laughs> so we did our fair share of say yes to everything, work for everyone, um, let them kind of run the, the customer show. was running the show. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
And I suppose it worked. It allowed us to learn the mistakes and to get through them. But you have to identify them as soon as you can and try to make some actionable change. So nowadays, how do you onboard a new customer? Once you find that ideal customer you just highlighted, what, what's that process like of setting them up that they're going to get a spring cleanup and you're not waiting for them to come uh, initiate that? Yep. So we ran that process for about eight years. And approximately three to four years ago, we went even further. And I know you don't agree with this concept, but we started to get away from residential maintenance. Um, as much as we enjoyed it, their, their relationships, the clients were had kind of grown into family almost is what it felt like. And it was weird abandoning them towards the commercial market, but there was an opportunity in our area. Um, we were starting to excel at it. And honestly, what worked for us was the commercial clientele allowed us to control our, our labor better. You know, when Andrew and I were out mowing grass, we could cut 24 lawns a day until it was dark as you start to hire crews, that number goes down 18, 16, 14 a day. And if you don't watch your pricing, your profitability disappears. And we saw that happen firsthand. Um, so we transitioned out of residential services, residential maintenance services, sorry, um, three or four years ago. But we still deploy that same concept with our turf care clients, which we do service residential and our irrigation people. So essentially, you on board and we say, hey, here's the deal. We're going to give you a full, um, full service lawn care package. You're going to sign up. We're going to come the following season until you tell us don't come anymore. We'll send you price increases and we'll communicate, um, but we're going to basically count on your business being available for us. And I think that the set it and forget it mentality does work well for clients. Some, you know, the, there's just this known dependable contractor who's ready to go work for them. Um, one of the things we kind of, paid attention to at some point was every client who's on your list and taking up your schedule time needs to be profitable. They need to be your ideal client. If you're filling your schedule up with people who aren't, you're just wasting time. How do you measure that and identify the, the customers profitable with the grand scope of everything it costs to actually run the business? Yeah. So as you start to accelerate your your knowledge of numbers, um, you start to pay attention to, we, we, we look at the gross profitability of what we're doing more so than the revenue. So the revenue is a big flashy number, five, 15 and a half million is really, you know, certainly impressive and we're very proud to be here, but it doesn't matter if you're only working at a 30% gross profit margin and the rest of the company is struggling. Um, and, if the company's struggling, then the guys are struggling, your equipment's struggling, nothing's working well. And especially rolls up to the owner, um, stress load, um, desire, willingness, burnout to continue like that. So job costing became critical. Um, three years ago, we switched over to the Aspire program, which is in a, a landscape accounting software on steroids. Aspire really cares about your profitability as a business and shows you very aggregate numbers of how to get there and perform it. So ever on a daily basis, we just talk about gross profit margin as a piece of revenue. And, and that's, that's our goal all the time is how to increase the gross margin to feed the company the money it needs to survive and thrive. Yeah, that, that's really good. Now, how do you measure each division? You mentioned you guys do irrigation, 
you do uh, FERT and uh, weed control. Of course, you do your you know design, build, landscaping, all of that. How do you monitor? Because you're doing everything. Mm-hmm. I'm sure some divisions are more profitable than others. Well, why do you offer them all? How do you how do you uh, keep up on all of that? Yeah. So. And just scoot over just a little bit. I, if you yep. can see here, somehow you, we keep uh, wandering over there <laughs> for our friends on YouTube. Sorry about that. Um, I always appreciated the hub and spoke mentality of a business um, to even out the seasonality of what we do. We're in the snow belt up in New England, so we have to transition from landscape services over to snow and back and forth. Mm-hmm. And that's complicated. Um, mid-season, we might face some drought. We might face some wet weather. And all of a sudden your, your landscape maintenance might be slowing down, but your irrigation's picking up and vice versa. So we've always liked having the hub and spoke to smooth everything out. What we do is we divisionalize and we classify it on our accounting books so that we understand if the turf care division is profitably running, uh, as opposed to maybe the landscape division, if one of them starting to struggle, we are seeing that, um, on its individual income stream. Okay. Very critical because you could run a business where half of it's losing your money. The other half's making great money and you need to know that so you can make adjustments. Yeah, that's really good. Yep. I want you to share a little bit about your employee, um, company truck, uh, uh, incentives. This is, uh, I've never heard this before and it's really cool. So, all right. So we're going to talk about the bleed blue trucks. We call them bleed blue trucks over here. We identify our culture as bleeding blue. We wear blue uniforms. Uh, we're, we're very heavy on that idea of what it means as an employee to bleed blue. Last fall, Andrew and I decided that we've grown, we've scaled. We're so fortunate to be at this level. And there's so many great people that helped us get here, right? And we want to bring them with us, right? We want success to be shared. We want to win as a team. So we decided that we could run like a normal landscape company where the managers kind of start earning more money, um, field manager, sales staff, right? Typically. And the crew leader, crew member could get left behind. And I, I decided that wasn't going to happen here. So in 2023, we rolled out the bleed blue truck. It's basically a program where if you are an employee of North point outdoors for 10 years, when you hit your 10 year mark, if you don't have a company fleet vehicle, we ought, we give you one to use just because you haven't developed into a management role or sales role. Maybe you aren't willing or, or you didn't desire that path for your career. Doesn't mean you don't share in our success. And some of the success of that is having a nice new vehicle. That's a, that's reliable. Something to be proud of, feel part of the, the upper management team, even though you're only, you know, you're not running clients, you're not running um, schedules, you're running crew. So we just didn't want to leave that guy behind we wanted them to show that, that they're critical to the success. You don't have a business unless your front line is in place. It's simple as that. So we're very, for, very um, fortunate and very happy to be in a position to financially offer that benefit. Uh, the coolest thing that happened is once we did it, all I hear walking around now is I only have five years left. I only have seven years left. And it's something for these people to look forward to, something for your team to latch on and support each other and essentially longevity, loyalty, all the good things. Yeah. And I saw two of them out there this morning. They have custom license plate. So bleed blue one, bleed blue two. And, and these are nice trucks. And and to clarify, this is for personal use as well. This is, they get to yep. drive this on the weekends and, yep. and home from work. And 
it's their personal vehicle. Yeah, exactly. So just the same way our sales staff gets to use their trucks to and from work or on the weekend for some running around with family, um, they get to use theirs. We also give them a, a $250 fuel card. We register it, inspect it, we maintain it. They have nothing to worry about, no carried expenses. All they get to deal with is a brand new truck to come to work in. That's fantastic. Yeah. Are you ready to grow your lawn care and landscaping business at light speed? Hey, I'm Cody Owen with Lightspeed Social Agency, and you have heard me talk shop right here on the Green Industry Podcast and every other lawn care podcast you listen to. I hope that you have taken advantage of the expert knowledge I've given in those interviews, but I want you to experience the power of putting Lightspeed behind your business this spring. Sign up for Facebook and Instagram ads management and put my team's years of experience to work in your business. Are you in the market for a new high-performance mower? Look no further than the Kubota Z200. This mower combines quality, comfort, and ease of use all in one package. And now select models come with the new K-Ride Comfort System for optimized comfort. Experience the elevated zero-turn performance with the three-point system and choose from cutting decks ranging from 42 to 54 inches. Plus, the Kubota Z200 comes with Kawasaki engines. Don't wait to experience the difference for yourself. Visit KubotaUSA.com for more information and to find your local Kubota dealer. Do you spend too much time worrying about the safety and security of your vehicles and machines? Are you tired of the hassle of building schedules and routes for your crews? Well, GPS TrackIt is here to help. They understand that keeping your assets safe and managing your crews efficiently are crucial tasks, but they don't have to be your job. Let GPS TrackIt take some of the mental load off with their cutting-edge tools, including real-time asset tracking, optimized routing, efficiency reports, and more with gps track it you can focus on your real job building your business so why wait visit gps slash paul to get started and experience peace of mind like never before you wouldn't drive a car without suspension so why would you mow without it with racing inspired patented full suspension and integrated cutting decks ferris commercial mowers are engineered to deliver a quality cut faster allowing professional landscapers to earn more profit and bragging rights ferris suspension is not just a feature or a marketing gimmick it is a game changer that simply has to be experienced true suspension changes everything visit ferrismowers.com today to find your nearest dealer ferris experience suspension we're really proud of that. And additionally, and I want to hammer home this point because I'm here and, and can feel the atmosphere and the positivity and just the, um, it's a rare for a, a landscaping company to have um, this company culture, but something else that you do to create this that you were sharing at dinner last night is you actually bring a financial education to your employees, how they can manage money better, um, which is ultimately the the more um peace of mind and stabilization they have in their household income and budget, the better employees are going to be. So tell us a little bit about what you do to help your um, team uh, manage their finances better. So in the fall, in addition to Bleed Blue Trucks, we created a North Point Cares Fund of of, uh, pooled money that our our staff could um, request maybe a loan or a short-term cash advance. Um, We're it's funded by Andrew and I and their peers. There's a panel of people that operate that fund and they approve whether or not the money gets sent out. 
that panel came to me and said, hey, it's been great to help these people and, and kind of give a man a fish, but how do you teach a man to fish? So I went on a research tear trying to, you know, crack the code mm-hmm. of finance, education, and stability because it's kind of missing in the landscape industry and realistically the blue-collar world, I believe. Um, we went on a, a mission. We found the Dave Ramsey Smart Dollar Program in the fall and rolled it out um, in January, this past January, as a, as a company-wide benefit to everybody. And that program is a self-driven financial education and budgeting tool that has literally transformed lives around here. Um, it's given people some hope, some goals, some direction. Um, I support it with a monthly or, or bi-monthly meeting. Um, I'll put 20 or 30 people in a room and we'll roll through the program together. We'll talk about the wins and the, the struggles and the stresses. Our intention behind the Smart Dollar program was just that. These guys make a, make a great earning paycheck. There's a lot of hours available. And if you're not careful, you can watch your money disappear, right? And maybe get yourself into debt where all your hardworking money is working for someone else and it's not working for you. So I've found my new mission in our business is to support our staff in that goal of financial well-being, um, a bright future, a solid retirement. I walk into those meetings and say, hey, my plan is to make landscape millionaires. And you can do it because they're starting early enough. And we're going to show you the way, we're going to teach you the way, and we're going to lead the way. Um, all they need to do is get started. So that's really transformed my life, um, some of my focus and direction, which I think will carry me through the next you know, five, 10 years. And I know for a fact that it's really already transformed some lives of employees. That's fantastic. Yes. Do you have very any cheap. stories of how it, it's moved the needle for somebody? Yeah, of course. Um, I don't want to get too personal, but basically, you know, that's the American story. Maybe some uploaded um, credit card debts, a car payment, some, some misuse of funds th- during the day or the week. And you just work too hard for your money to not have it working for you or letting it lead the way instead of you budget it um, in the way that you need. Um, so we've helped some people pay off some credit card debts, kind of get some hope back that they're not going to struggle for the rest of their life or live paycheck to paycheck forever. And even more importantly, I've loved the ability to show a landscaper um, or, you know, there's crew leaders in that meeting, foremen, division managers in there, salesmen. It doesn't matter if you make 20 grand a year or 200,000, you can be financially educated. The schools don't do it. What I've found is oftentimes the families don't do it. Interestingly enough, I guess here, uh, your work and your coworkers do it for you. And they, they help you find the answers to your questions about finance. And ultimately, it's going to benefit your business. Because if you sit down with a 21-year-old kid and explain to him, if you invest this portion of your money yep. with compound interest, you will be a millionaire by the time you're you know, 55, 60 years old if the market, you know, is 10, right. 12%. And then that's, they're not going to want to go leave a job because the other company down the road gave them a better health benefit because they, they see, wow, I can be a millionaire if I live on less than I make and I invest this money and I, I show up and do a good job. And then they're going to be a great employee. And when they show up to work, they're not all stressed out because they have a little bit of margin in their life. Exactly. So 
I got a great story for that. The Ramsey program has an awesome tool where you, you put in your, your birth date, your income level, how much money you can save. And the most fun thing I've seen so far is I sat down with one of our fleet mechanics, young kid, made a good earning last year. And I said, hey, how much money can you save every month? So he put together his budget and he had some money left over. And you type it in and you tell them how much you currently have saved. And, and the number $5.6 million showed up on the screen. And he said to me, is that a comma at the end? Why is there three zeros? Never in his life has he ever equated millions to himself. Wow. And now he has. So as a, you know, just the simple fact that he works here and someone supporting him and caring about his future, he's now saving that $300 a month with purpose. Wow. He's coming to work with that energy. He's bleeding it off onto his coworkers. They're coming into the meetings and in the program, setting up 401ks. It's unbelievable what it's done. Um, I know that what this program will do is help people. It'll help the company. And inadvertently, it'll help me. Um, never want to say that's the goal. But when the whole package it's works. It's a win-win-win. It's a win-win-win for and, everybody. And no, no one's talking about this, like you said, in school. For, for you to sit down, a 21-year-old person, and explain to them, here's how you become a millionaire, like legitimately, that, that, that's a game changer. I've always, I've always um, struggled with this industry when I used to hear, when we were first starting up and we were collecting some, some great young talent. And their parents would say to them, hey, when are you going to get a real job? Mm. Like a real job involves a cubicle and a desk. Um, you can have a real job in the green industry and you can make a solid learning and you can retire a millionaire. Mm-hmm. If you just, someone just shows you the path, you know, there's nothing worse than being a, a boss of a, of a big company that has great benefits with a, a staff member or, an, or a team member who's struggling and they feel like they're only out is to go join the union or go find the next job, maybe at Amazon or something for an extra 50 cents. Mm-hmm. It's like, let's just, they like the landscape and they're passionate about it. So let's show them how they can make that a viable long-term plan without having to look somewhere else. Yeah, I was just down in Alabama. I was interviewing a guy and he had his um, main foreman just quit. And I was like, why did he quit? And he's like, well, he could get a health benefit over there. Mm-hmm. And, and literally just quit just for that one little health benefit. And it's like, if there's no vision, that guys are going to jump ship pretty quickly. You have to, you know, there's a, it's a business landscape company. It's a self-fulfilling thing. It's a, it's a, it's a machine. So if you don't offer benefits to your employees, they might leave. Right. But if you do, they're going to, they're probably going to stay. If you give them above industry pay rates, they're probably going to stay. If you make them feel appreciated, wanted, and you set up a path of growth for them, they're certainly going to stay in doing so they're going to help support the next tier of incoming guys. And all of a sudden your business is scaling and it's under their control. And they look back, you know, a couple of years, they go, you know, I've come so far from when I started. We all love the stories of the, of the team member who starts as a crew member. And before you know it, they're a territory manager, division manager, they're in sales. We have plenty of those stories here because we started from nothing. Mm-hmm. So that's exciting. What's it been like um, with the equipment and, uh, you know, running reliable equipment? I know you have five mechanics on um, site. How, how has all that, that been? Um, <clears throat> equipment and the fleet size to us is critical to supporting the people. And good, safe, reliable equipment and vehicles 
for them to go do their job is just the way it needs to be. If you're deploying your people onto some subpar stuff um, that's frustrating to work on, the production's going to be down. Your profitability is going to be down. It all ties together. So years ago, what we did is we, uh, I remember doing it. Um, I won our first, my first landscape contract and I didn't own a lawnmower. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have a lawnmower, trailer, weed whacker. So I went to a local fair and I met my salesman um, at our local dealership, MB Tractor and Equipment. And we went to dinner with him last night. So he's been in my life now for 15 years. I bought my first two lawnmowers from him. As we grew and scaled, he just became my guy, right? And he sells uh, Kubota equipment, which we use exclusively. There's not another, there's nothing that's not orange parked out back. Lawnmowers, skid steers, excavators, mini skids, loaders. We've used it all, seen it all, and love it all. It's a, it's turned out to be a very dependable, reliable piece of equipment. Our guys love to run it. And if they like to operate it, we just assume when they're out in the, on the uh, client properties that the client's getting the best out of the operator. They're getting the safest experience and it works great for everybody. That's fantastic. And thanks again, Tom, for uh, setting this all up. We, we do have our friend Tom uh, from Kubota here. Your, your mic's on. You got anything to add here? No, I, it just, uh, I've known Dave for a couple of years now and he has really done a lot of things. And I think in the landscape space, he has identified a lot of small areas that other people take for granted. And he is, uh, with his business, he's jumped a lot of those problem areas. And that's what's been very, very impressive to me is, is I've seen it. And, and he communicates some of those things. And uh, that's, that's really why we wanted to help participate in this and get some of his message out there. Yeah, and what what else, uh, Dave? Would oh, go ahead. You gonna tear no, it up here? No, I'm sorry. I usually do though, but maybe not yet. What um, would you say to someone who's just starting out in this industry and and they're hearing fifteen and a half million dollars and all these mowers and and all this equipment and over a hundred employees and and they, you know, want to start on this trajectory? What's yeah. the path? Uh, first and foremost, it's it's possible. Um, I'm very proud that I can tell you I've done it. You know, we I remember the first push lawnmower on the neighbor's lawn and now we're seeing a dispatch of all these guys. It's doable. Know your numbers, take care of your people, stay true to your word and yourself. Um, don't be afraid to be in control of your services, what you're good at, and just constantly pay attention to the little tiny losses. Pay attention to the non-billable labor time. Make sure you're billing out all your all of your materials with good markups. Um, ask the questions of your accountants and discuss, understand what overhead is, understand how to make a good business budget. Budgeting is one thing that they don't teach you in school, right? So how are you supposed to do it for your business? You have to find a way to learn it. You, there's no way you'll ever be successful scale a business if you don't set out a plan to do so. And a budget's basically the only way to do that. Plan your revenue, plan your expenses, your overheads, plan a net profit. Um, that's one of the big things that's kind of missing. If, you're, if you set out your plan and you, you monitor it and you see if it's not going your way, you can make adjustments during the season. There's nothing worse than getting to the end of the year, working your tail off, 
sweating in the heat, freezing in the cold for the accountant to tell you, hey, you lost money. There's nothing more deflating than that. You should know if you're making or losing every month along the way. It's the only way you can make the adjustments you need, pay attention to things you haven't or weren't, and make the changes in the season that you're in. And you were sharing at dinner last night, Dave, when, when you have just one crew, you, you can kind of get away with some things. But when you got 100 people, guys standing around in the morning for five minutes multiplied across 50, 75 people, and again in the afternoon and evening, that adds up to, you know, we, we, we did a little napkin math last night, about $3,000 a day yeah. that can be wasted by just um, one guy's loading up or putting fuel in, and the other two guys are just standing there. Um, so what have you done to solve that issue or help solve that issue? Yeah, so we saw that as one of the, we didn't know it when we were starting. You don't pay attention to it. All you're tr- focused on is getting the work done and you're hoping that the staff shows up to do it. Um, we call that non-billable time. Mm-hmm. It's critical money. It's almost where we see a lot of the net profit in the landscape industry disappear. And granted, it's disappearing into the pockets of your team, but they're not billable on a site yet. So what we did years ago is we changed our fueling time to night only. We said, you know, no more gas station stops in the morning. Um, the intention is to get on the property and stay there and be billable, fuel up at the end of the day. That saves a little bit of time. Mm-hmm. Um, at this facility, when we were designing it, we came up with this concept of it generated from safety and it kind of just morphed into an ability to manage the non-billable time. So we, our crew leaders and foremen punch in on the clock and they're behind the gates getting the truck pulled up. Now, it should be pre-day prep the night before, ready to go. Their crew members come in 15 minutes behind them and they're waiting outside the gate. It gives a, a crew accountability because the crew leader isn't wasting any time because he's got two guys who aren't on the clock yet waiting for him to come pick them up. So we like to see, we like to think that that crew leader then cares about his guys. It's going to be an uncomfortable conversation if he's been spending 15 minutes moseying around um, while they're not getting paid. So he comes up to the gate, they hop in the truck, they punch in on the clock and they're on the road. Landscape industry is interesting. A lot of other contractors are billable a hundred percent of the time because the staff drives direct to a job site. Um, landscaping, we're paying them travel time to get there and get to the next place and, you know, throughout the route. So we don't look at it like we're reducing their income. We're just getting them onto a profitable place faster. And in doing so, we retain our profitability, which allows us to have better benefits, give away trucks in 10 years, do profit sharing programs, um, have great company events, all because we just pay attention to the missing time. So definitely look at it. It's, it's, if you're not profitable, it's probably the easiest thing that you can make an adjustment for. Um, as uncomfortable as it sounds to not pay your guys the second they show up to the site. So this morning you came yeah. and we always plan on a seven o'clock dispatch and we'll see most of our trucks out the door by seven Oh seven. And we're, we're hyper-focused on that. Uh, you and I walked around the corner and half the trucks were gone before seven in our second day. So these guys understand the benefits. They understand that mentality that we have and they're executing it flawlessly. So now we reward them for that effort. Because it really does add up. Where do you find these guys, Dave and gals? Um, 
as we were growing and scaling, I think we were probably running some of the cleanest equipment around. Um, we were growing quickly. We um, kind of had this like culture behind us. We just find people locally. We do um, some ads on Facebook. We do a lot of QR codes on their, they have QR codes on their jackets and snow plows mm-hmm. and some trucks where you can just go take a picture and get right to our application page. Um, having a full-time recruiter that works on staff um, gives those applicants focus. Make sure he follows up, calls them, meets them, what's convenient for them. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily always here. And that's been critical. So last year we had a, I was walking through one day and I met this new employee coming through training and I shook his hand. I said, Hey, how you doing? He says to me, I'm really happy to be here. I've been on the waiting list since the spring. Wow. So we had a 30 plus person waiting list from the spring um, where people are basically hired, approved. We just don't have a spot currently. And we're calling them up on the roster when we do. And a lot of them are taking it. So build the culture, build the brand, support your people. And that just bleeds out into, um, you know, into the, I guess, the local area and the market. Fantastic. Yeah. Well, you're definitely held in high regards um, from Tom from Kubota. He, I, I was down in sunny Florida golfing uh, and I was on the turn and Tom called me. He's like, hey, you want to go to New Hampshire? <laughs> and so uh, here we are. And, uh, you know, thanks again, Tom, uh, for, for giving me this crazy opportunity for no you problem. to share with so many other lawn care and landscaping business owners out there listening to this story inspired that if you can do it, they can do it too. Absolutely. And uh, thanks, Tom, for uh, connecting me no with problem. such a fabulous business. Is there anything yeah. we're leaving out that you want no, to share? No, the, uh, the thing is, is, you know, Kubota wants to help landscapers grow. And um, we think, uh, like Dave has done it with a lot with Kubota, you know, we think others can do it as well. And we just want to help let them know and focus on those kinds of things. Um, to take some of the cues Dave has, some of the other things that you, that you share with people. You know, we believe in, you know, making everybody better. Cool. Well, thank you for everything Kubota does to support the Green Industry Podcast and you guys listening right now. Um, you know, I just appreciate your uh, partnership, Tom, and, and connecting this. And, and so big shout outs to Kubota. They, they, they made all this interview happen today. So thank you guys. Yeah, we really appreciate you, Tom. Thanks a lot for the you support. Bet. No problem. Um, I'll leave you guys with this. Scaling your business and growing is, is almost second nature, right? A, a landscaper is inherently hardworking, driven, goal-oriented. Stick to it. Learn as much as you can. If you want to reach out, we do, um, we're on Facebook, Instagram, uh, LinkedIn, TikTok. So feel free to shoot us a message if you want to connect and say hello. I'm always willing to, you know, maybe answer a quick question here and there. Um, we're always open to uh, visits. If you want to come up and check the place out, I'm always given, always willing to give a tour, help motivate the next, uh, next group of growth. And, you know, a rising tide in this industry helps everybody. So we're just happy to support and be here. Um, super blessed and thankful that we've got this far. Um, and thanks a lot, Paul, for having me on. I really appreciate being able to share some of these success stories and some stuff that we're doing that I really think can have positive impacts on other people. Yeah, it's fantastic. So go follow them on social media, North Point Outdoors, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, TikTok. And uh, thank you for the my first experience in new, the New England area. It's been yeah. great. It's good to have you. 
lobster, McLaren. Uh, we <laughs> saw a little bit of everything. Yeah, so a little traffic. So maybe even a little Fenway Park. So yep. beautiful. Cool. Well, thank you. Appreciate you, Paul. Thanks again, Tom, and Kubota Thanks, Tom. as well. You bet. You're welcome. The Know Your Numbers training program is the shortcut to financial freedom that I wish I had. You see, success requires more than us just working in our business. We must learn how to work on our business. And in the Know Your Numbers training program, you'll learn how to stop burning cash so you can learn to make all your services truly profitable. You can bid with total confidence that each job you sell means more profit in your pocket as you build long-term wealth. Because we're going to teach you how to start paying yourself as the owner of the business the right way. You can grow a healthy business as we identify and track your cash flow for continuing success so you can stop losing sleep over financial details as you gain the skills to delegate the tough number crunching activities as a lawn care business owner. And never chase those unpaid invoices again. We'll teach you how to streamline your billing into a hands-free process. So we will cover all of this and so much more as John Pajak and I are the teachers in this e-training program. It's called Know Your Numbers. It's available at our resource center at thegreenindustrypodcast.com. Hey, it's Marty, producer of the Green Industry Podcast. This episode is over, but check the episode notes for links to products and services that you heard about during the episode. And thanks for listening.